Hello there, fellow nerds, and welcome to the Needlessly Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, David Coker. And I'm your host, Lexi. Before we get started, let's go over our social medias. If you want to email us, you can email us at needlesslynerdypodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter and Instagram at needlesslynerdy. We're also on Twitch at needlesslynerdy, where we might stream a couple video games here and there, Lexi and I both. And there's a link in all of our social media that will lead you to our Discord invite link. Go ahead and join it. It's going to be a lot of fun. If, I, if you're going to do any of it, I would join the Discord. So, that was quick. That was easy. <laughs> what are we doing today, Lex? Today, we are going to be doing a tier list ranking of every single MCU movie. Now, this is just the movies that are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so that doesn't include, you know, Andrew Garfield's The Amazing Spider-Man or the original Spider-Man movies. Um, I say the original. I mean Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man movies. And My boy Toby. Yeah, Toby Maguire. <laughs> um, that doesn't include any of those, so it's strictly MCU that started with Iron Man and the latest thing that has come out with the MCU is the Loki TV series. So that is what we're looking at right now. I thought we weren't doing the shows. No, I'm talking... I'm just, I just mean the MCU. Like oh, what as the a MCU whole. Okay. Is. We're not going to put the shows in because there's only two completed shows at this time. I've, you know, we're not going to rank it against the movies, although I will rank them against each other at the end. Yeah, I just don't think it's fair that we put the shows in because... The shows have a lot more, like, lengthwise content than a movie can. I think at the end of the year, maybe around uh, Christmas time, December. We'll do all the shows. I feel like we will have enough content to where we can probably tier list the all shows. of the shows. Yeah, I agree. Because like, separately from the regular MCU, we could probably... There's so much there. Yeah, well, we have WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We are currently watching loki mm -hmm. and the next show that's coming out is visions and then we're going to have later this year miss marvel uh that's a show yeah miss marvel it's oh. it's a it's going to be a limited series that's going to tie into the marvels i movie. got you and the Basically. marvels is the movie yeah that's captain marvel 2 secret invasion is a that, show, that's right? a show, but that's not coming out for another couple years. Okay. So I'm just talking about the shows that are coming out this year. We're also getting the Hawkeye show later this year. Um, what are the other ones? We're not getting Moon Knight this year. I feel like wah, that wah. might be the end of the 2021 shows, but I'm not 100% positive. But anyway, at the end of the year, we'll go over the shows and do something like this. But as of today, we're ranking the... How many are there? Oh, Movies? Uh, I don't know. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 movies. 23 movies so far. Yeah, and we'll be doing this pretty much live while we're recording. <laughs> so we, we, we both have to agree. It's, it's, it's the, tier, the regular tier list. It's the S... At the top, then the A, and then the B, and then the C, and then D would be at the bottom, the worst movies on the on the list. Usually with tier list, a lot of people have an F tier, but I don't think any of them are F tier movies. I would say a few of them are F tier. I just didn't feel like putting the F tier in. Why? 
Come on. Well, that's F-tier, for the show. F tier. F tier. No, F-tier. that's for later. All right. Um. Um. What? Oh, uh, so we decided to do a tier list because there's again 23 movies, and I feel like it would be very hard to rank them in order because there's some that I just love just about as equally as another. Not so only that, but it took forever to rank 11 Star Wars movies. We'd be there all day. Yeah, yeah, it did. So that's why we're doing this um, tier list. And just uh, a note, we have not made this tier list yet. You are going to be doing this tier list live with us right now. Yeah, I just said that. Oh. <laughs> I have the memory of a goldfish. Oh, okay. I literally, I am literally Dory. Um... I'm not exaggerating at all. How sad. All right, let's get right. started. Let's get first started. One, the first one is Iron Man 1. Are you putting it in the S tier? I'm just putting it up there for now until we move it. I don't think it's S tier. I'd say maybe at least like an A. No, I'm not saying it's S. I just put it in S until we move it. Yeah, well, we might be able to move it around, but for now, I'd say put it at the A tier. I didn't put it in S because I think it's S. I just put it at the top until we can decide which one it is. Oh. Well, I think it's A tier. You think it's A tier? Yeah, it's not right, like the are... best, but it's a pretty good start to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we didn't go over any of the guidelines. What are we going off of? <laughs> why, why are we making this list? What are we basing the, the rankings off okay, of? Okay, so I'm going to say that we're going to base this list off of not... I, I think a combination of whether it's a good movie and how much joy it sparks within us. Okay. So B. So a combination. So I'm fully aware that maybe a movie is not that good, but if I love it, it might it might go a little higher. So, but like, okay, so there's S, A, B, C, and D. That would make B average. Yeah, B is just full on average. So... If B is average, then C tier is going to be... Less than average? Yeah, like... And it, D is just crap. Yeah. A tier is... It was really good. I liked it. And S tier is... This is... Our favorites. This is our favorites. We love them. They're awesome. Okay. With that... Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1. I'm going to say it's A. I think it was a great start to the MCU. Um, it's not a bad movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's an average movie. I think it's like, content-wise, I think it's like a hard B. Yeah, but I feel like we should bump it to A because it's like the it first off. one. It's it the first one. It kicked off the MCU. One. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really torn. I think, you know what, you're right. Let's just put it in A because even though it was a B-tier movie, we wouldn't have anything without it. Yeah. And it is good in its own right. We would not have the MCU without... Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. So I feel like it's an A tier for me. Okay, so we'll leave that in A tier. And I rewatched it a lot when I was a kid. Um, yeah, because you had, yeah, Jebediah was kind of a lame villain. Yes, but and we Tony's had, arc was really good. And we had OG Rhodey before he got variant. <laughs> oh my gosh, what if he was a? Vi- I said that in the Discord today. I said, what if all the recasts were just variants? <laughs> We'll get into that. My mind is blown. We'll get into that in the after show. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so 
the Incredible Hulk is next, and that is just it's D. Automatically D. D. That is terrible. We don't talk about that one. Another variant. Literally, no one talks about that movie because it's not that good. I don't enjoy it. I think I've seen it only a few times, and I saw them before 2010. I haven't. I haven't watched that since before 2010. The story's bad. The dialogue is bad. The acting is bad, and I don't even know. It, it barely even fits in the MCU at all. Which is sad, because I like Liv Tyler, a.k.a. she's also in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. She's, how do you pronounce this? It's Arwen, right? I think so. Okay, yeah. Also. She does good in Lord of the Rings, and I don't know, she just did I, not hit. I think I heard Betty. somewhere that they're bringing the bad guy from the Hulk back, Abomination. Oh. And I'm like, oh boy. Don't make me rewatch. That's what they do best. They're like, Disney's like, we're going to make content in the future that makes you go back and watch our weakest movies. Oh, please, no. Okay, next, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, I would say, is another B movie. Wow, that makes it sound way worse. B movie is like usually something that's bad, <laughs> and today we're using it as like an average movie. It's a B-tier movie. <laughs> According to all known laws of aviation. <laughs> a B movie. We'll put that one in here too. All the way down S tier. S tier. The B movie is S tier. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sort of. Yeah, I'd say Iron Man 2 is uh, probably just average. Yeah, we had Whiplash, which is a villain that I really love that I don't think got a lot of love in this movie. I think the problem with Iron Man 2 is that it started the chain of just too many different villains there's too many i mean you have whiplash and hammer and hammer and it's like i don't know hammer just never felt like a big threat and they made him out to be you know the other villain and i just I okay know. but are we gonna bump it up to a for his little dance on the stage <laughs> i love that dance but no we're not the hammer dance <laughs> that's one of my favorite scenes in the mcu is when he does that stupid little leg <laughs> no that's not getting bumped up for that although that is one of its redeeming qualities what about it's not my board I want my board. I want my board. I want my board. That is not my board. We. What about Tony? We we're talking about Iron Man, and we haven't even talked about Tony at all. In the first one, he was like obviously Tony Stark's my favorite character. Genius, billionaire, playboy, playboy philanthropist. Philanthropist. Yeah, so Tony Tony obviously grew a bunch in the just the, just the first movie. Yeah. He, that's when he got his first PTSD. Poor Tony. Yeah. And then in the second one, that's when he... Is it the second one that he falls in love with Pepper? I mean, the whole time he's in love with Pepper. I know. I'm just saying, was it the second... Is it the second one that they kind of got together? Yes. Yes. Because they were together in The Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, come on. Pepper and him. Is it, this is the movie? Oh my that gosh! That's this is the one where Elon she goes. Musk. Are you out of your mind? This is the one that Elon Musk is in. <laughs> I really wish that I would bump this movie up to A tier if they had kept the alternate beginning where he's like, "I'm not on my cycle, Pepper." Yeah. It's ibuprofen. It's ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
yeah, I would have bumped it up if they would have included that. But unfortunately, it's just an alternate beginning. Yeah, slash we'll, we'll keep it in B tier as much as I like it. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty average. Okay, next on the list, we have Thor. Thor 1. Uh... So I would say <laughs> that content or like like just premise wise, Thor is in between a B and a C. I can't. Okay, my biggest gripe with the first Thor movie, actually, honestly, the first two Thor movies, is Thor. No, the Dutch <laughs> angles, David. I oh. cannot stand all of the Dutch angles in every scene. For anybody that does not know what a Dutch angle is, it's when the camera kind of looks sideways. Yeah, like at a at a diagonal angle. It's it's like diagonal. More like, often than not, it's low a low angle shooting upwards at a character. And those can be used really well in cinema, but when you use it in every scene, I can't stand it. I can't. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, the villain and the story, uh, technically, Loki is the villain, um, but I think he grew more into his villain role in later movies. The Avengers? Yeah, obviously, and I don't know. Um, Uh, I mean... I, I'm gonna say put it in C tier, because it's not It's not the worst. No, it's not Hulk bad. Yeah, it's That's not, I, sure. I wouldn't rank it with that. And we get to be introduced to Thor, and a lot of people don't like Darcy. I really like Darcy. Um, it's just, my my problem is that Ragnarok, I, I think we said this in the last episode, Ragnarok is what fixed Thor. Thor was boring. Yeah, Thor, Thor was not that interesting he was completely unrelatable as a character he yeah you know what he felt a lot like superman i don't really vibe with superman all that much he's not a relatable character how is superman not a relatable character he's a he's a corn-fed kansas american man raised superman does the right thing always the only relatable superman is smallville superman because he actually struggles with decision making but normally no, but- in like like Superman comics and things like that, like Superman is just you know golden boy. Yeah, but he's a he's a humble dude. Thor is what Superman is power wise, and he thinks he's a god, which makes him even worse than Superman. Hey 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 hey, calm down. What? Thor is a god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put it in C tier. I'm gonna yeah I would put it in C tier. It's it's not great. It's not terrible, but it's not great. All it's right. below average. That's pretty much what Thor below is. Average. You had you had Jane, and um what's the doctor's name? Uh, Selvik. Selvik, yeah. I like them. I think Jane's acting. I think uh Natalie Portman's acting was kind of rough in this one. It's not her acting. We've. I- We've said, We've said this before. We've said this before in regards to the Star Wars prequels. She's not a bad actress. She just needs a good director. And yeah. I don't think the director was very good. I mean, not terrible, but I don't think it was like up to par with Natalie Portman's acting. Yeah. If I, anyone has seen like Black Swan. Plus, villain-wise, there was almost no op- uh, like opposition you had the bad guy which is loki in trying to take over asgard basically 
Mm-hmm. And you had, oh wait, no, wasn't this the movie that the Frost Giants attacked and Loki killed his real dad, Laufey? I think so. I yeah, it was. Yeah, Laufey, because he told the Frost Giants, remember Odin fell asleep when, when Thor was banished. Yes. And then he let the the Frost Giants in. That's another thing they should have done. Loki killed his real father, Laufey, and we just forget about it. Because they never bring up Lo- Loki's um, Frost Giant, like, Jotun uh, background ever again. Not really, no. They don't, which is uh, something that I'm hoping for for the new show. Which, side, but- side note, one of the Loki variants that you see Mobius showing him in the show, he's got blue skin. Like he's a frost giant. Save it for the post show. Okay. <laughs> so Jeez, moving on, moving spoilers. on, moving on. Okay. We have Captain America. The first Avenger. The first Avenger. I. Mm, Again, though, story wise, I would have to put it in B. It's not that great of a story. It's not terrible. What? It's not that great of a story. I think it has a great story. What you, everything you just said about Superman is how I feel about Captain America. He always does the right thing, and he never really struggles to determine what the right thing is. Boring. Boring. So we have Captain America. The only real parts that I like about this movie is, you know, he's this tiny little wimp at the beginning. Yeah. Teeny tiny little wimp, but he never stops fighting. That's the best part about him. Captain America has the biggest heart. Yeah, he does. And that's why I think he's boring. (laughs) Because he doesn't really struggle. He struggles against his friendships later on with the whole Bucky situation. But without Bucky, Captain America isn't interesting because he we we just know Steve is always going to do the right thing. And he always has done the right thing, which is why I don't really like him. But we're talking about his movie, not his character. And in the movie, he gets big muscles and he runs after the bad guy and that's the whole movie. He makes the ultimate sacrifice in his first in his first movie. He makes the ultimate sacrifice. If um this is just an audio recording, but I have been frowning ever since David said he doesn't like Captain America. I don't not like Captain America. I, I just love think Captain he's America. A, he's just boring to me. He's a, he's like pretty much as boring as regular Thor before Ragnarok to me. Oh my gosh. That doesn't mean I don't like him. I'm just saying character-wise, I think he's boring. Side note, happy late birthday to Chris Evans. Yes. I can't believe he's 40 years old. He doesn't age. So in this one, we get Red Skull. We get Tiny Steve getting muscles. We get Peggy. We get Bucky falling off that terrible scene where Bucky falls off the train and goes, ah, like, <laughs> like Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back. It's so bad. And you have alien weapon Nazi people. And the origin of the Tesseract. Yeah, which apparently Odin hid the Tesseract in Norway. And that's where Red Skull finds it. I don't know. But I really like the ending of Captain America. Yeah, when he crashes. When he wakes up, it's 70 years later, and he says, I had a date, and then it... Cuts to black. Yeah. But that was a really good ending. And that is a very good segue into the Avengers. We never ranked it officially. What? Captain America. B tier. B tier? I, I would say easy B tier. 
Yeah. Everything about it is average. It's not my favorite. Um, but yeah, B tier. Okay. The Next is the Avengers. Avengers. Um, oh. So I'm personally just going to go ahead and move this straight to S because <laughs> this it's was the like the Avengers biggest movie. deal for me. I've never, at the it's time like, that this iconic. came out, what was it, 2012? Was it? Yeah, I think so. At yes, the time, At the time this came out, I was like, they're going to put all these superheroes into one movie? What? This was like the biggest deal for me. Oh, child. I know. And then... Um, <laughs> So you, you got the core group. You got Iron Man. You got Hulk. Hawkeye. Hawkeye and... Sorry. Hawkeye. Nat, Nat was introduced in... Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. But we didn't get her, like, as an actual character until Avengers. Yeah. Well, Hawkeye was actually introduced in Thor. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Hawkeye was in Thor. But again, he, we didn't really get any of his character. He just pulled out a bow and that was the last time we saw him. I don't think we ever get too much of his character until, uh... Infinity War? Not even uh, Civil War. Oh, yeah, true. But, you know, in this one, we get two new Avengers. And they don't have superpowers. You have you have Iron Man, you have Hulk, you have Thor, still who's still boring. We, well, we have the recast Hulk. Yeah, and recast Hulk, which Mark Ruffalo... Himbo. Yeah, way better job. Sorry to the other guy. Don't know your name, but yeah. <laughs> so we have Fury gets this team together, and we have some of the best scenes in the MCU where they're on the helicarrier, and all these superheroes are standing around a table, and they don't know each other yet. <laughs> this is the movie that um, they rip Loki right out of the plane, remember? Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is the one where Agent Coulson died. Phil. Wait, Wait hold on, I'm confused. What? That scene where they have Loki prisoner. Yeah, in the plane. How did they capture Loki to begin with? Because um, the Battle of New York was in the Avengers, and we met Thor in Avengers when he ripped Loki out of the back of a plane. How'd they get their hands on Loki again? <laughs> we just watched the movie. How did how did they get Loki? Hold on. Hold on. I completely forgot. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I am confused. I I. No, I don't remember. They they ended up capturing him for only a little bit, and then he used the Hulk against them. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I don't remember. Anyways. And then the plane started to go down. And then and you then have... Cap and Iron Man had to work together to try to bring it back up. While Black Widow was, like, terrified for her life yeah. of the Hulk. But I wasn't there yet. I was talking about when they're on the helicarrier. Or not the helicarrier, the, the Quinjet. And they have Loki. And Thor goes into the plane and says, I'm taking Loki and bounces. And then Iron Man's like, we got to go after this fool. And uh, Captain America says, wait a minute, we need a plan of attack. And Iron Man turns around and says, I have a plan, attack. And then he jumps out of the plane. Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? Same movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the same movie. That just happened way earlier in yeah, the movie. Yeah, I know. 
These are golden scenes. I like the scene where Thor's trying to make references to stuff and nobody knows what he's talking about. And then <laughs> uh, That's Tony, where Cap does the... I understood that I understood reference. that reference. What, what was that too? It was something old, wasn't it? Man, we need to rewatch wasn't this Wasn't it movie. like... Well, I know, we do. <laughs> Which is funny because not that long ago, like literally just a few months ago, we watched every single Marvel movie. That was, the, that was when uh, he was like... He's like a Stephen Hawking and... Uh, Cap was like, what? And he's like, oh, that means he's like a really smart guy. <laughs> okay, we need to move on. All right, yeah, no. Avengers, definitely S tier for me. Yeah. Good it story, was... good acting, good characters, love them. Yeah. Yeah. Next is Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Okay, despite what a lot of people say, I actually really like Iron Man 3. It deals with the aftermath of the Avengers and how Tony deals with um, PTSD from going into space for a few minutes and then falling and just all of that. And you get to see a little bit of a fatherly side of him with the little kid, Harley. Yeah, because he, he tells the bad guys straight up where he lives and the bad guys said, bet. <laughs> yes. And they blew his house to smithereens. And then he ends up in Tennessee, suitless. Yeah. Which it... Oh, he... He doesn't... What? I'm gonna cry. He doesn't have his suit. Yeah. And... He, he like, plays Investigator Tony Stark for a bit. I know, but bit. that's what he tells Peter. If you think you're nothing without this suit, then you don't deserve this suit. Yeah, because remember, he's got the suit on the kid's couch. And he's like, that's Iron Man. And he goes, technically, I'm Iron Man remember yeah anyway sorry guys i uh i'm tearing up um yeah i think it was so like when i first when you say iron man 3 my first reaction is that movie's not that great and then i watch it and i'm like this movie's way better than i keep remembering yeah and it, i think it does really well as a standalone i think it does too so i would put it either in a or b i was gonna put it in b like, my, my original, like I said, I always think it's just average. But then when I watch it, it's really good. And you're right. I do really like my, my biggest. I like Tony's story. But I know what you're going to say. I think the biggest gripe is the villain. Yes. And I don't really enjoy the villain, which is. Uh, Adrian something. Yeah, whatever his name is. I, I'm, I'm so bad with with. I'm actually really good with names, but I'm, his, I'm bad at recalling His whole motivation is, I was a nerd, and I asked Tony Stark, I asked him to meet me about this plan, and he told me to go to the roof, and he never came. I'm like, dude, you held that grudge forever, and now you're like, I'm going to prove it, Tony Stark wrong. Wait, his name was Killian, right? Killian, yes. Yeah, I, I didn't like him as a villain. I thought the twist with the Mandarin was kind of funny. I did too. People um, hated it, and... I'm like, guys, it's okay. Like, the Mandarin, which apparently we're getting a I real see, Mandarin Yeah, anyways. I feel like the Mandarin would be dealing with something a lot bigger than Iron Man. Which is really neat that Killian would use the Ten Rings terrorist cell, their organization, and the title Mandarin as a cover because we know that the Ten Rings were a thing in Iron Man 1, the first movie. They're the ones that had him in the cave. Remember? Oh, yeah. Like well, when they're recording it's, it's the video? Really, it's really subtle, and if you know who they are, you can uh, spot it, but not a lot of people know that. Yeah, Favreau knew what he was doing. So I'm moving this to A. I like it. I lot. like it too. <clears throat> okay, here, <gasps> comes, here it comes.
Crumbs, Thor the Dark World. D. D. I don't like it. Um, it's not good. It's more Dutch angles. Uh, the it's pace. very forgettable. It's super slow. The only thing I like about it is Loki. I know people say that this isn't as bad as people make it out to be. And that may be true, but it's still a D tier movie. Yeah. It, it's I, so boring. The elves are so boring. I, I just really love the parts where, you know, where we see Loki's smoke screen and how he really isn't dealing with um, his mother's death very well. Yeah. I love when he impersonates Cap for a second. <laughs> when does he do that? In... When they're walking, when he and Thor are oh, walking. Oh, yeah, down the hallway. And, and he's, he's like, like, maybe you'd prefer me like this, like one of your new friends. And he does Sif too, right? Yeah. Yeah, he does uh, Lady Sif as well. And again, I just think he's the best part of Wait, the whole movie. By the way, remember how we were talking about we didn't think Sif died? She didn't. She died in that movie. In in this movie. No, she didn't. Yeah, according we were just having a conversation with my I was just having a conversation with my parents the other day, and both my dad and my sister are like, we watch that movie all the time and she definitely dies from the red stuff. And that's why um they were saying that they were sad that she died because she loved Thor and Thor never really loved her because of Jane. She, She's going to be in Love and Thunder. What? I need to have this conversation again with my parents. We need to watch this movie yeah, again. She's, she, yeah, the actress, the character, Sif, is confirmed to be in Thor Love and Thunder. Why are they playing with my feelings like this? I don't think she died. We're going to have to rewatch it now. Anyway, she didn't die in the sacred timeline, so... <laughs> yeah, don't get started. That's a, that's a whole... We've, there were only two episodes in a Loki. That's a whole show. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, anyway, not my favorite. Natalie Portman and Thor are so freaking boring. Darcy carried this whole movie. Absolutely, she did. I love Darcy. She's so funny. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. It's my least... Other than the Hulk, which I don't even really consider part of it. I I, I kid. Darcy and Selvick carried this movie because this is the movie where he went insane. Yeah. And And he didn't want to wear pants at all. That was so funny. Um, Yeah. Other than the Hulk, which I barely even consider part of the MCU on anything other than an official level, Thor is my least favorite movie. Okay. From here on out, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I have any other movies that qualify for the D tier. Um, I don't believe I do either. So that just goes to show you how much we love these movies. But yeah, I think those are just our final D tiers. I, I don't really hate any of the other ones. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's just about it. So the next movie is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. We're S-tier, starting. S tier, S tier, S tier, S tier. Really? I S- love that movie so much. I love S- that one. To be S tier, though? I love it. I love it. That much? I was going to say okay, A. Maybe you can move it down to A. Maybe. This movie did Steve justice. Like, this movie really made Captain America better. And we get because, the Winter Soldier. Because it gave Cap conflict. He didn't know what the... He, he always knew what the right thing to do. But he struggled with doing it the most in this movie. Because everybody's telling him that the right thing is to bring just uh, uh, Bucky in for justice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, <laughs> he's my friend. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I do think Cap, th- in this movie, Cap really got 
justice done compared to the first one. But I, I still don't consider it I an love S-tier. that we get to see his like friendship with Natasha come out. Can and I also like to note that Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson have been like really like best friends since they were children. So I love that we got to see scenes between them a lot in this movie. Yeah, I'm going to move it to A. A? I'm going to move it to A because it's... Think about what S tier means. Okay, fine. I know what's in my S tier. Okay, I was going to say, this is a really enjoyable movie that's probably... It, I would say I'm it's gonna, better I'm than Iron Man 1 and 2. I'm going to say you can put it in the A tier strictly because I don't like the fact that they brought dr nazi back in as the villain i'm sorry dr nazi via the computer yeah um that was weird that's weird so a yeah but but i liked the fact that we got to see the you know uh that hydra's still around um we got to see frank grillo frank grillo love frank grillo uh, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but he's in this show that we really love called Kingdom, adult show. Uh, but like, is, is, yeah, do not recommend for kids. Yeah, no, not, not for not for children. It but is man, very I love Frank Grillo. He's but, such yeah. a good actor. Okay, next is Guardians of the Galaxy S tier. Absolutely S tier. This is one of the greatest movies in the MCU. It changed the game for the MCU. I said it in one of our previous episodes where the opening scene is one of my favorite scenes from the MCU as a whole. Did we do top five favorite MCU scenes? Is we that did. What, yeah, and I talked about this movie a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I said I said my one of my top five was um, when Star-Lord comes in and starts singing along on his Walkman yeah. to come and get your love. It's one of my favorites. It's hilarious. It has a very good and well-written story. It has good pacing. Um, great it, characters. The yeah, best part about this characters. movie is the characters. Yeah, each character is pretty fleshed out. I mean, obviously, we don't get too much on Groot, but that's <laughs> it's okay. Hey, this is the <laughs> only movie where he says we are Groot, okay? I know. and That's I, more character I, development than any other movie. Yeah. That, that scene makes me tear up. It's a good one. Dude, Guardians. I, I couldn't. There's no way I could put it anywhere other than S. Yeah great movie all right next we have avengers age of ultron so i'm gonna move it to i i hovered over s (laughs) i brought it back down to a because plot wise this movie lacks i people really hate this movie yeah you know i don't know why i think it's pretty good this movie is great this is the movie that i think other than Civil War, I think Tony grow or Tony shows us who like what's really going on in his head more than anything. Mm-hmm. And that is because he is so afraid of do of making a mistake. And he this is what he calls it. He calls Ultron a shield around the world. And mm-hmm. this is where Tony says, "I can't deal with another Battle of New York." I, like I physically and mentally cannot deal with another Battle of New York, so well, he's he, so like, desperate. Himself. Yeah, he blamed himself for the Battle of New York. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he blamed himself for Ultron. Yeah, but I'm getting there. <laughs> so he's the reason why he wants to create Ultron is because he's terrified. He's like Avengers or not, we are not equipped to deal with the threats that are out there. So he keeps wanting to make this shield around the world, and he thinks that Ultron 
is the key to that. Mm-hmm. Ultron is going to be the answer, uh, an artificial intelligence that knows what's best for Earth. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, does that backfire? And we also get the introduction of the twins. The twins, Miss Wanda Romanov. Not Romanov. No! <laughs> Maximov. Wanda and Pietro Maximov. Wanda Romanov. That sounds like a um like if they were to combine their powers and become a mega hero. Natasha doesn't have any powers. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, well then give Scarlet Witch Kung Fu powers. Scarlet Witch. An international <laughs> super spy. I'd super watch that. Spy! I'd watch that. <laughs> Uh, so not civil war gosh well, there's so many freaking movies i'm, I'm getting... still mad that they killed off quicksilver i'm not he was boring you can't say he was boring he barely had any screen time they did his character dirty yeah whatever i still didn't think he was that interesting um so we had wanda do her little mind trick on tony and Tony saw basically what he thought would be a future of the vision, or a vision of the future, where he sees all the Avengers dead. Oh, yeah, speaking of, we get vision, too. Yeah, in this movie. Yep. Oh, my gosh, that's, that's an awesome uh, one where vision picks up Thor's hammer and is like, we need to go. And Thor goes, uh, uh okay. Uh, okay, because they were wondering if they could trust him. Yeah. <laughs> and he just picks up Thor's hammer, like, whatever. And yeah. everyone's like, okay, well, I guess I guess he's cool. <laughs> and Ultron says, you're incredibly naive. I was, <laughs> I was born, born yesterday. yesterday. So good. I love Vision. So good. It's such a good movie. And then you had the Battle of Sokovia, which is exactly what Tony was trying to prevent. And he caused it. Aww, he Tony. caused, he blames himself in the later movies because he created Ultron and Ultron killed hundreds of thousands of people i just didn't really like the fact that ultron is i don't know he's pretty two-dimensional yeah if 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 you get what i'm trying to say he just is immediately coming into existence and is like humanity bad i need to kill everything (laughs) like okay yeah it was very it's kind of weak because he, his his programming was to do what's best for humanity, and his first instinct is humanity bad, need to kill. We I need... would have rather have seen him be, like, initially really good, you know? And Tony being proud of it, and then slowly as he um, starts to evolve more and more, he, he realizes that you know he starts to slowly override his programming to protect yeah instead of wakes up and says i'm too smart for you yeah i i just thought it all happened too fast and he kills jarvis rest in peace jarvis yeah that's okay we have vision we no we don't (laughs) rest in peace vision i mean i mean technically we kind of have vision kind of we have the ship of theseus vision (laughs) So, Age of Ultron, A. Although that's probably a hot take, it's an A. Yeah. Okay, Ant-Man, hot take. (laughs) So, Ant-Man... I like Ant-Man. All right, I'm just going to say it out flat out. 
The plot to Ant-Man is a C plot. It's a heist movie. It's yeah. a heist movie. It's, Who doesn't like a good heist? <laughs> it's just so boring. If it weren't for the humor, this movie would suck. This, I, I also just want to point out that I love Paul Rudd with my whole heart. I love him so, so and much. It has so much going for it with Paul Rudd and the comedy that Paul Rudd brings. Without them, without those things about this movie, without watching it and going, haha, this movie funny, this movie sucks. Yeah, I guess you could put it in the B tier for I don't, that. I don't even think, I, I don't think Paul Rudd carries it as much to put it in B. I enjoy it, but you it's... put Ant Man in the same tier as Thor. Yes, I think it's down there. I think it's better than Thor. I think Ant Man and the Wasp is better than Thor, absolutely. But I do not think Ant Man One is that good. Are you kidding me? I thought the villain in Ant Man and the Wasp was not as good as the first one. Why? I don't know. It's just... The first one was the dude with the Hornet suit that had the the ATAT sounds when he shot. Pew, pew! He was just a guy who wanted a suit, and he was, like, shrinking goats down to goo, remember? He was just so annoying. I hated that dude. Ghost actually wasn't even a bad guy. Your lust for power has done that. So, I don't know. Um, What do you think, Lex? B or C? I would would put it with... See, this is why I didn't know if you really wanted to put Winter Soldier in the B tier. Because... I would classify Ant-Man on the same level as Iron Man 2, but I wouldn't put either of those movies on the same tier as Winter Soldier. But it's a combination of factors, too, remember? Like, Ant-Man and Thor are very similar in just how boring the plot is. Yeah, but Ant-Man's better than Thor. He is. Because it's funny. But is he better... Is he on the same level... In the first movie, is Ant-Man on the same level as... Cap and and Tony. <laughs> He's entertaining. He it doesn't make me feel a bunch of stuff. It's a brain turn off movie where I go, Haha, funny man, go funny stuff. It's not a great movie. Okay, fine. I would say it's below average. Fine. All right, Captain America: Civil War. <sighs> that's Boy. a that's a good one. My favorite Tony Stark movie. That's a good that's a good one for Captain America. For, I'm sorry, for Steve Rogers, Captain Rogers, because Captain America is not Steve Rogers anymore. So, I'm, I'm I put it in S. It's because so good. we're uh, uh, spoiler alert. We are going to be doing a whole episode on this movie. Yeah, we are. There's we so are. much to talk about with the Sokovia Accords. Stay tuned. Um, spoiler alert. We have differing opinions. Yeah, it'll definitely be a dig about debate. <clears throat> but this movie is so good because when the Sokovia Accords were released, both Tony and Cap are correct. So this is the movie that Tony blames himself. I'm probably just going to repeat this like I did last time. <laughs> but this is this is where Tony blames himself so much. That he's willing to give up his own freedom Mm -hmm. to protect people. Mm -hmm. And the Sokovia Accord says superheroes cannot act on their own anymore. They have to have permission from the governments of the world. This is also where we get our introduction to Black Panther. 
Yes, and, and we do get T'Challa. King T- well, yeah, we get King T'Chaka. Well, yeah, but and then boom, and then no he... more King T'Chaka. No, King T'Challa. We get T'Challa, and I really like T'Challa. T'Challa in you know versus Bucky is so cool to me. Yeah. yeah. And then you get the Bucky. Oh my gosh, guys! And we get Peter Zemo. Peter Parker and Zemo. And Zemo, um, he's one of my favorite villains. Also, yeah, I really like Zemo now. <laughs> um, yeah, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show really changed me. <laughs> yeah, we <clears throat> Civil War, and then I I think probably what two or three of my favorite scenes in the MCU are from this movie. It's so good. I think your your number one scene was from this movie. Absolutely. It was the scene with Tony Stark. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you which scene because you're going to have to go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. I I love the uh, the airport battle. Classic. This is the most uh, of our superheroes that we've seen in one movie so far. Yeah. And this is, except for Hulk, Hulk's not in this one. Nope, he's too busy on... Flying on a Quinjet. <laughs> yep. Well, technically, no, he's... No. he He's done flying. He's already in... Uh, oh my gosh, what's the planet called? Uh, Sakaar. Yeah, he's already... He's been on Sakaar. Well, time di- works different in Sakaar, so we don't really know. For all we know, Hulk is still playing patty cake with himself in a Quinjet, waiting to get there. Oh my gosh, okay. So, we have... Uh, Tony versus Cap. Cap knows that, because that was the other problem with the Sokovia Accords, it's that not only do they have to get permission from the governments of the world to defend Earth, they also operate <clears throat> as soldiers, basically. So the governments of the world can tell them what to do, or they have to retire. And Cap's like, no, I've seen what happens when the governments of the world get their hands on power, like us, mm-hmm. and I refuse to be a weapon. Mm-hmm. So, like I and said, he's right. They both have. They're both right. They're both right. Okay, we're gonna save that debate for the uh, Civil War episode. Yeah, so I'm stay it tuned out. for that. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. That's a C tier, honey. C tier. It's if you really analyze this plot, it is not oh, no. that plot, good. Plot, absolutely, but. There's a lot of character development with him in one movie here. Yeah, no, Stephen Strange grows as a person. I just think that the plot is super forgettable. Yeah. It's really Dormammu, not I've come to bargain. Yeah, that's funny and all. Um, Dormammu. <laughs> yeah, I like that we get to see more magic, because the only magic we've really seen so far is Loki's magic. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I would put it on the same tier as Thor. I just remember walking out of theaters after seeing Doctor Strange for the first time and thinking, he's the most powerful Avenger. Ha. Ha, ha. Well, at the time, Wanda was... She wasn't all that powerful. So you agree. Wanda is the strongest Avenger. Uh, she's not an Avenger, so no. I don't care. She's an Avenger. <laughs> she, she was made an Avenger. I don't think she classifies as Avenger anymore. <laughs> Shut up. She's an Avenger. All right, so pretty easy. Doctor Strange sits in C tier with Thor and Ant Man. It's not great. It's not the worst. Like we yeah. said, I don't think we have another D tier. Okay, next is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So I'm sliding uh, it into A for now. It might change. Yeah, I go back and forth between whether it's S or A. I love the Guardians movies, 
Um, no, I'm, I'm moving it to S because I think that they, the first one is better. I'm gonna put that out there. I think the first one's better. It, they, they. I always think I can't decide which one's better. I think they're both equally as funny, except this one has more serious moments. Are you no? What? No. The only thing we got in the first one was Quinn's mom, or Quill's mom, and Gamora. And Groot. And Rocket crying when Groot supposedly died. That's not... That's, and Drax's backstory. Ugh, again, not fully developed. This one is where we get more of Quinn's mom. We find out he has a dad. He has to kill his own dad. We get um, Mantis being a slave. We get Gamora and Quin Quill um, having relationship issues because they're technically not even really together, but they're together and it's weird and she doesn't know what love is, but he really loves her anyways. I like that we get more Nebula. Yeah, we do get more I development on Nebula. I love Nebula, guys. And Peter finds out who his daddy is. Yeah, you said that already. No, I said he found out who his father is and he had to kill him, but he found out who his daddy is. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! Yeah, and he dies Yeah, we get movie. more Yondu. That is one of the saddest MCU scenes is when Yondu dies. You can't tell me there's more serious scenes in the first movie. I don't know. I'd have to tally them. We'd have to watch them like back to back. Yeah, I would. And then just determine once and for all which one we enjoy more because I originally had this one in A, but I can't put it anywhere other than S. I can't rank it the same as Ultron. No. I oh, oh, absolutely I enjoy not. it more than Ultron. I do too. Okay, so it's an S. It's an S tier. Guardians okay. of the Galaxy is at the top. Next is Spider-Man Homecoming, and without without a doubt, that is an S tier movie. Really? It's actually my favorite MCU movie. It does really well as a standalone movie. It shows uh, a really, really, my favorite Peter Parker. Actually, no, I lie. The intro to the Spider-Verse is my favorite Spider-Man. But Which one? Huh? Which one? Miles. Oh, Miles Morales. Yeah, Miles from in uh I'm sorry, from yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Well, you said my favorite Spider-Man is in Into the Spider-Verse. You got to specify. Yeah, sorry. I <laughs> yeah, Miles is Miles Morales in, in uh Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite Spider-Man, but Tom Holland's Spider-Man is my favorite Peter Parker Spider-Man. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Um between Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland, I think Tom Holland is the best. A lot of people would disagree with you. Yes, I know. And they're I, stuck in 2002. I don't know what is up with the needlessly nerdy Twitter, but for some reason, almost half of the recommended tweets is Andrew Garfield's the superior Spider-Man. And I'm like, Andrew Garfield's the worst Spider-Man. What did I do to deserve this disgrace? Andrew Garfield is an Abercrombie model and not a real Peter Parker. And he's a vengeful Spider-Man. Yeah, he's a very... With swagger. You know it doesn't what? even make any sense. You know what? We're going to save that for Oh, uh, that could be later. another... <laughs> All right. So... Okay. So, you say S. I would have put it in A, but I'll respect the fact that there's a lot of freaking good scenes. And Iron Man's in this movie. Yeah, Iron Man is in this movie, and we see Iron Man being a father figure for Peter Parker. This is we when see... he says, you're nothing without a suit. <laughs> Don't make me cry. That This is where my favorite scene in the MCU comes from. You need to listen to that episode to know exactly what that is, but that it is in this movie. Yes. And I like that, you know, the villain is relatable. 
you can honestly sympathize with the villain a little bit. A little bit. A he little does bit. go overboard to the point of unrealistic. Obviously, he, I mean, he's a villain, but like a little bit, you kind of are like, oh, wow. I kind of get him. I'm excited to see a tinkerer come back. Oh, he's coming back? Yeah, he's coming back. Oh. I don't know what he's coming back in, but yeah, he's coming back. And we get Donald Glover as Miles' uncle, the Prowler. The Prowler. Which we I, I wanted more of, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> yes, it's S tier. Do not move it down. It is my all right, favorite. All right, You convinced me. It's an S tier. All right. I would say it's probably the weakest of our S tiers, but yes. Oh, How come on. How dare you? No, it's not. It is. No. Oh, no, maybe Avengers is at the bottom of that <laughs> at the list. Oh, my gosh. All right, next is Thor Ragnarok. S tier. S tier. S tier. S tier. S a a s s a are you you mean better than the rest uh, 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 oh uh, i thought uh, you meant like something above s. no i'm saying is it an s or is it an a i'm gonna leave it as, as i an think s. it's an s it's an s no, i don't i don't know what that whole that like 30 second wave of me that just happened where i thought it might have been an a but absolutely not that david is gone it's an s movie <laughs> that is it's it's one of my favorites it's, it's one of my favorites. This movie fixed Thor. It fixed Thor, and it not only fixed Thor, it fixed the Hulk. It did fix the Hulk. The Hulk w- has always been kind of boring, yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah, because he's a mindless rage monster. And there's a reason why I didn't bring up the Hulk and Black Widow, because I hated it. Okay? And Black Widow. Oh, and Black Widow, uh-huh. the ship? Yeah. Oh, well, boy. Well, their relationship in Age of Ultron, which came out of nowhere and yeah, then no. left... That's not canon. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Technically, that's the thing that brought Bruce back in Thor Ragnarok was uh. seeing her. But I, I just no. Um, I it made Hulk more interesting. We get the Revengers. The Revengers, yes. The Revengers. And we get are better and than we get, the Avengers. Uh, Spy Queen Valkyrie. Yes, she is confirmed. And we get Hela. Well, yeah, which I really enjoy as that, a villain that was one of those scenes too where when she cracked the hammer mm-hmm. everybody was like what we get let's do get help we get i, I love this it. is the best version of loki yes it is because we still get sassy and funny loki but he finally realizes that his family really does love him and he turns around and he does help for the right reasons he does not do it for the right reasons at the end, yeah, he does. He does it for glory, even at the end. He's like, I'm your savior, Asgard. Come aboard my ship. <laughs> Remember? We have That's dead... That's a smokescreen. He we did have... it for the right reasons. He stood by Thor. We have the Grandmaster on Sakaar. Oh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum, a national treasure. What a god. Mm-hmm. We have Bruce jumping out of a plane onto the Rainbow Bridge and dying. <laughs> this movie is hilarious oh it's funny we it's not as funny as guardians but it is funny we get um uh what else we get a bunch of development of loki sakar's cool valkyrie revengers hulk fenrir thor, thor. oh yeah thor you thor have is to fixed. talk about thor. he's a friend from work Yes! We know each other! For some reason, out of nowhere, 
He becomes a himbo. <laughs> he, he Thor go- is a himbo. He's interesting all of a sudden. He's funny. He's like a person. And he doesn't think he's this mightier than all God. He's very charming and humble. Is he humble, though? Not really. I take it back. He's not humble. He's humble at this point. Is he, though? I mean, he obviously, later on, when he's talking to, like, the Guardians, he's like, like, absolutely, you're in charge. But in in this movie, he doesn't think he's, like, Odin. Remember? I don't don't even like Hulk. I like Bruce. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. And it, it, it definitely makes Thor likable for the first time because in all the other movies, I was just like, this, he's just pow- he's just the power guy at this point. This is my second favorite Marvel movie. Really? Yeah. My top three are Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, and uh, Guardians 1. Hey, that's... Do- what are you doing? Oh, wait. We're ranking the movies oh, now. Never mind. That, that's my, pers- that's my <laughs> yeah, personal yeah. top three. That's I got you. Me. I got you. I was um, about to say, save that for the ranking episode, but this is the ranking episode. This so. is the ranking episode. <laughs> Welcome to Needlessly Nerdy. All <laughs> right. Next movie. Black Panther. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to hurt some feelings with this one. Black Panther was nominated for um, Best Picture at the 20, was it 2018 Oscars? I don't remember. Uh, for the 2018 um, year at the Oscars that premiered in February of 2019. And I did not understand why. It, I, I think it took lots of leaps and it is an amazing movie, especially for the black community. Um, but as a Marvel movie. No, no, it's not that. I just didn't like the storyline. The writers I think killed the, this movie. Yeah, I I think that the the screen the screenplay was very well done. Yeah, no, this the this dialogue movie, between characters, the villain, very good. The production team of this movie made this movie have the potential to be one of the greatest movies in the MCU, and the writers killed that potential. They made Wakanda beautiful. I mean, absolutely stunning. They gave us really well done, like fleshed out characters. Um, our, our main characters, I loved them. And I think that the villain is one of my favorite villains. But I just didn't like the story. And um, I, I thought it wasn't paced very well. Yeah, and this is more movie critic, David, talking about yeah, this. Yeah, this is us because, going into movie critic mode. Because <laughs> Chadwick Boseman fan, David, and just overall, like, <laughs> Black Panther fan, David, loves this movie. Yeah. This movie has so much cool stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But the story just ain't there for me to put it anywhere higher than, like, a B. Yeah. As much as this movie has going for it, I can't put it higher than a B just because... You you sit down and you watch it for the story. That's what you're, that's what a whole movie's supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. And just like how I had to rank um, Ant Man low for the same reason, because the story just wasn't there for me. All right, moving on. We have Avengers: Infinity War. Do 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 do. All the way to the top. All the way to the top. Easily. All the way easy, to easy, the easy. Top. Uh, yeah. This I... was the most impactful movie. In the MCU, if not cinema. 
Yep, we break up our all of our heroes into teams. You have Team Space, which is the Guardians, the Guardians, and, and Thor. no. Yeah, they like run into Thor's body with their ship. Remember? Oh yeah, but that was only at the beginning. I mean, Team Space includes the Guardians and um, uh, I'm sorry, the Guardians minus Groot and Rocket. Groot's there. Rocket's there. No, they're with Thor. At the beginning, they're not. Separate, I mean. I know, but listen. So, let me finish. Oh, my goodness. So, you're, w- when Team you're talking space. about the groups, you're talking about, like, when the battle's happening. Yes, during okay. the battle. All right, all right. You have Team Space, which is the Guardians minus Rocket and Groot, along with Doctor Strange, Peter Parker, and Tony Stark. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah, and the Guardians does include uh, Nebula, by the way. Yeah, I would count Nebula as a Guardian. As of now, yeah, she's a Guardian. As of now, yeah. So we have them. We have Team Wakanda, which Mm -hmm. is the majority of our heroes. Um, And then you have Thor, Rocket, and Groot, literally just Going to Nebulier. Yeah, just trying to make Stormbreaker. Um and who else do we have so this remember these are like there was a bunch of different groups of them and they all come together you had at the beginning wanda was visiting vision in secret because one of them was wanted and one of them wasn't and they had this little relationship thing going for the first time and then they tried to kill vision and that's when cap and um nat come out of nowhere and save their skins Mm -hmm. then you had tony who is in New York with Doctor Strange and Peter mm. when they attack New York. And he says, mm. you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. And then he <laughs> fights the wizard. Well, Hulk comes back. Because at the very beginning, you see um, the Asgardian ship Blow at, up. right after Thor Ragnarok. And Loki dies. Loki dies. Um, and Hemdall shoots Thor to Earth to warn everybody about Thanos is coming. Except he doesn't succeed. He shoots Hulk. Or that's what I meant. He shoots Hulk to Earth. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. You said Thor. Okay, I meant Hulk. He shoots Hulk to Earth to warn them of Thanos is coming. And then Bruce is like, there's these things called Infinity Stones. And yeah. And uh, mm. Doctor Strange is like, uh, yeah, I know. This is one right here. <laughs> yeah. And then we get our little history lesson. But anyway, I think it's the best of the all-star team up movies the avengers movies yeah it's i think it's the best avengers movie which is a hot take and just the sheer ending alone oh and killing yeah. off all those people i remember being so shocked in the theater so shocked and everyone crying out when their favorites got dusted yeah for me it was peter parker i was like no that was the big one for everybody no, every everybody's big one was either Peter Parker or T'Challa. Really? Mm-hmm. I remember distinctly. I just remember thinking the shrieks of pain. Tony, Tony, better not die. Tony, better not die. Oh, and but we, we didn't know. Are we gonna talk about the battle on Titan? Oh yeah. Thanos literally throws a moon at Tony. A lot of people like blame um, Star Lord. 
for the fact that, you know, they could have defeated Thanos right then and there if it weren't for Star-Lord. And I think he had a very human reaction I, yeah, I, to I don't, the information that he just got that Gamora was dead. I think people who say, Star-Lord's an idiot. He deserves what was coming to him because of this and this and this. And they had the chance. I don't think those people are empathetic at all. Because he literally killed the love of his life. And he had just found out. Mm-hmm. How would you have reacted? Put yourself in those shoes. You're lo- you're staring into the face of your significant other's killer, and you just learned that he did it. Speaking of, we get the we finally get the Star Lord and Gamora getting together, and they tell each other that they love each other, and then she dies. And you have Nat die. No, she doesn't die in this movie. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. It was just Gamora getting the Soul Stone. Yeah. So. S tier. S tier. All right. Perfect Marvel movie. Next, we get Ant Man and the Wasp. Honestly, I feel like it's a B. It's a B. It's a B story. It's a B. Again, the humor really brings us up. It should probably be a C movie, but I think this movie's funnier. Yeah, I, I just, I. We get more Scott, Luis. Scott Lang, half size, the size of a first grader, running through the hallway <laughs> in a hoodie, is the funniest scene. How is school, it's, champ? It's the funniest scene next to Rocket and Yondu Lightspeed skipping. Oh my gosh, yes. It's so good. And I like Ghost better than the other guy because you can empathize with her. She's not truly a bad guy. Come yeah. on. It was just good. I liked it. And then at the end, at the end, you get um, Scott, Scott lost in the quantum realm because everybody else got dusted outside. Yep. For what felt like five hours, but it was really five years. Yep. Not much to talk about, though. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to differ or if we're both about to hurt some feelings. Um, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. <sighs> All right, so this is weird. Wait, no, it was never going to be an A. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, so Captain Marvel, it's hard. It's really hard. I'm between a B and a C. People have differing opinions on Brie Larson. Personally, I like Brie Larson. Personally, that's okay I don't if like I Brie like Larson. Brie Larson, okay? Speaking of, everybody should stream Brie Larson's version of Black's Cheap. That was Save just it for re- the post show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you think you're in the minority of liking Brie Larson? It's just... I would say you're in the minority if you don't like Brie Larson. I, I think it's honestly half and half. I don't know. Let's just talk about the movie and not about real life stuff. Well, no. What I'm going to say is uh, her approach to Captain Marvel, I don't really like Captain Marvel like as a character that much because she, I think she just... It just always felt for me like she thought she was just, you know... Uh, I, I can't right, curse. I'll, I'll, um. I'll do this. I think Captain Marvel is like Captain America and worse because she is what would happen if Captain America was arrogant. She's just really cocky for no reason, I think, which I don't like. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, I, I, I was going to do that the whole time. The special effects in this movie are amazing. 
I think Brie Larson's de- delivery of this superhero is arrogant and boring and annoying. I loved Fury in this movie, though. Yep, and Coulson. And Coulson. Look, gotta love Coulson and Goose. We love Goose the cat. He's not a cat. Whatever, a flurgan. I still want a scene of Rocket walking in and seeing Goose, and everyone's like, he's like freaking out, like, what is, what are you doing with that? And they're like, that's just a cat. He's like, that's a freaking flurgan. I want that scene so bad. You know, you've talked about that so much that I actually thought it was real for a second. No, that's I, just I was like, cannon. I was like, no, that happened. Wait, no, it didn't. It didn't happen. I just want it to happen. Anyway, we're going to put that in the C tier. It's really not my fave. Um, it's the best of the C tier so far. Uh, it's better than Thor, Ant-Man, and, and Doctor Strange. But it's not as good as... I mean, I Captain was, America. I, I like Ant Man better, but you know, it's ages on. Yeah, I'd um, say they're close. Okay, I can't even rank this one. Avengers Endgame. I'm gonna automatically just put it in A because it's long and not much happens in this movie. Okay, it, our, it's known this is, for one thing, and is, that is the battle. This is not a sponsorship at all, but um, one of my favorite uh, YouTubers the cosmonaut variety hour who does lots of um movie critiques i'm sure you've heard of him yeah he's really funny um he said it best honestly in one of his videos uh regarding this movie he said you can't really rank it against the others because it's not even like a movie it doesn't feel like a movie it feels like a special yeah it feels like an ending like a culmination of everything coming together and it's just it's a milestone it's so good for fans yeah it's a milestone not a not an individual movie this movie is so good because of infinity war yeah and and, i mean and nostalgia i mean yeah it relies heavily on nostalgia considering they go back in time to 2012 the first avengers movie they go back to thor the dark world this movie has the best scenes Mm -hmm. but it's not the best movie and that's why i have to put it into the a category because without other things to throw into it it's not that great (laughs) we all know who's in charge so that's an a tier movie we could talk about endgame forever but again we might save that for a later episode all right, finally, last on our list is Spider-Man Far From Home. Why would you put it in the A tier? That is an <laughs> S tier movie. It is not an S tier movie. That is an S tier movie. There is no way that's an S tier movie. That is an S tier movie, and I will die on that I hill. I don't think so. It is not an S tier movie. You are so biased about Spider-Man. <laughs> I, okay, I, a little. Spider-Man's my favorite uh, superhero. Um... I say a lot that the Scarlet Witch is, but I just really like Wanda Maximoff um, in the MCU universe. But Spider-Man has a very, very special place in my heart. Uh, Spider-Man is my dad's favorite superhero. He collected Spider-Man comics uh, ever since like the late 70s, and he still has them in our attic. <laughs> uh, is his absolute favorite. Um, I've rewatched Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy so many times i didn't really like the amazing spider-man um but i just 
Spider-Man is uh, very special to me and I think they did really well with both Spider-Man movies. So for me, they're both in the S tier. I can't put it in S. I cannot put it okay, up but there. Okay, why? Why? What's okay. the reason? What was the reason? Because it just wasn't that great of a story to be put in S. So S is like perfect. It's a good story, good characters, good effects, good pacing. Everything has to be good. And the fact that Spider-Man isn't even really Spider-Man in this movie is really appalling me. <laughs> He's Spider-Monkey. Night, night Monkey, hell! Yeah, Night Monkey. <laughs> no, 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 it's not, it's not Spider-Man. It's, it's some European knockoff. Uh, yeah. Night Monkey. <laughs> the whole I'm in Europe thing. I love Mysterio. He's one of my favorite villains in Marvel. But man, this movie just didn't meet my expectation for what a Spider-Man movie should be. Because Spider-Man is supposed to be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man fighting in Manhattan. And we he's literally in Europe the whole time. Do you know how, like, why? Why would they make that decision? Mysterio is such a good villain. He was. I really enjoyed him. And that's the first time we get the word multiverse name dropped. And I loved the ending, which I still haven't had resolved. No. But don't... We're going to have to wait till later this year, guys. We will probably be doing a whole episode at the end of the year after we watch Spider-Man No Way Home. Probably, yeah. That's going to be its own episode. All right, so level with me. Do you honestly believe it's an S-tier movie? Or is it an A-tier movie that you love more than most stuff? Okay, I'm going to have to go with the latter. Okay, so but it's I, an I, I do think that uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is better. Yeah. Um, but, but I, in my heart, they're both S tiers. All right. So that was all the movies up to the most recent movie. Let's go over them real quick. All right. In our D tier, we're going to go from bottom to top. Okay. In the D tier, we have the Incredible Hulk and Thor the Dark World. Not our faves. We don't like these. We really don't rewatch these. These are bad movies. Yeah. They're really not good. They're not, they're not good. And to be specific, Thor The Dark World is better than The Incredible Hulk. Oh, absolutely. The Incredible Hulk is the worst MCU movie. You could decanonize The Incredible Hulk and absolutely nothing nothing would change. It would change absolutely nothing. In our C tier, which is eh, below average, it's all right, really not that great though. We watch them sometimes, but but we never turn them on. But it's not terrible. We have Thor 1, Ant-Man Doctor Strange, and Captain Marvel. These are movies that we only ever watch when we watch the whole MCU. Yes. These are not movies that we turn on. Yes. And the only reason we watch Hulk and Thor is because we have to when we watch the whole MCU. But these are movies... Actually, to be specific, we don't watch The Incredible Hulk when we're watching all of them. You're right. We don't even watch The Incredible Hulk. Which and is I would, why it's the worst. And I would skip Thor if it weren't for Loki. Yeah, we kind of have to watch it. Especially because it's a big part of Avengers Endgame. And because it's a, uh, the Infinity Stone. Yeah, it's an Infinity Stone movie. Whatever. So, C tier Thor, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, and Captain Marvel. In our B tier, we have Iron Man 2, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, Black Panther, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, that's the Captain... Not- that's not the Winter Soldier. Oh, oh, just kidding. Let me do that again. In our B tier, which is considered 
it's pretty average. It's not it's bad, average, but it's yeah. not great. It, These are it's, movies it's that average. we'll watch it's, if it's on cable. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all right. Uh, we have Iron Man 2, Captain America, The First Avenger, Black Panther, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, average. They're average. Midway in our list. Yeah, although I, out of all those four, I think I enjoy Iron Man 2 the most just because uh, Tony Stark is hilarious. Tony Stark and carries we, everything And we in. get a lot of bouncing between Tony and Pepper. Love it. Yep. And we get our introduction to the new Rhodey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the okay. non-variant lo- lo- uh, Rhodey. So next in our A tier. Our A tier is the really good. These are really good. We like them. They're, they're up there. We will watch these on our own. These are movies we'll that turn them on. Like I want to watch frequently. Yes. And in our A tier, we have Iron Man, the first one. Iron Man 3, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, Avengers Age of Ultron, Avengers Endgame, and Spider-Man Far From Home. These are movies that are really really good yeah they're very really good, good movies. they're really good they're just not they're borderline great movies yeah the only thing that differs the a tier from the s tier is that they're not perfect they're not perfect they all have their flaws but in our eyes anyway in our eyes anyways yeah and finally in our S tier, our number ones are let's watch it, let's watch it, let's watch it. Yeah, these are movies that I'm like, I wanna watch this movie today, out of the blue. <laughs> there are favorite Marvel movies. We have The Avengers, the very first Avengers movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Spider Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok. And Avengers Infinity War. Top tier. Some of the best movies in cinema. Our favorites. Nigh perfect movies. Exactly. Now, I know we said we weren't going to be talking about the TV shows in regards to the movies. But I just want to put out there that in between WandaVision and The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, I think that we both enjoyed WandaVision just a little bit more. Oh, no. You just doomed our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you just doomed our Twitter. Why? Because I, oh God, I freaking hate Marvel stan culture. I despise Marvel stan culture. What is- I stan Wanda. I stan Falcon and Winter Soldier. How can you stan this when this is better? Everybody shut up and just enjoy what you enjoy. That's all I said is... That I enjoyed I know, but the fact more. that you said, I like WandaVision better than Falcon and Winter Soldier, here come the Falcon and Winter Soldier stands on Twitter to tell you you're wrong. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I enjoyed them both a lot. I just was really, really excited every week about WandaVision, and I wasn't as excited every week as I was with Falcon and Winter Soldier, even though I think Falcon and Winter Soldier is definitely, like, S-A tier. I'm just... I think they're both on the either the S or A tier, to be honest with you. I just personally enjoyed WandaVision more. Yeah. Okay. That is our final ranking of all of the Marvel movies. So, top three? What's your top three again? My top three, Lexi's top three, are Spider-Man Homecoming, then Thor Ragnarok, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Mine is Guardians 1, Guardians 2, and uh, 
Infinity War. Oh, wow, really? Yep. Ragnarok's not up there? Ragnarok is not up there, although Ragnarok competes with the other two for um, superiority of the funniest movie. Uh, yeah, between Guardians 1 and 2 and Thor Ragnarok, I cannot decide which one's the funniest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's hard. All right. That wraps up for this episode. We'll see you guys in 20 seconds for the post show. <laughs> <laughs>so
Echo has the most soul out of all of them. Echo. So we get Uncle Rika. We get the return of Cad Bane. What could this mean? Do we think Fennec is going to show up and try to take Omega from Cad Bane? Is she going to team up with the Bats and then try to double cross him for Omega? Is she going to be with Cad Bane and try to work with him to get Omega to the Kaminoans? Who hired I, Cad Bane? Oh my gosh, calm down. I have no idea what what they're going to do, but what I would like to see is Fennec versus Cad Bane trying to get the package from each other, the package being Omega. I would love to see Bounty Hunter versus Bounty Hunter. That would be really cool. But you got to throw the Bad Batch in there somehow. So you think it's going to be like a three-way thing where yeah. Bad Batch is trying to get her, Fennec is trying to get her, and Cad Bane is trying to get her? Yeah. Do you think Boba's going to show up in the show at all? Um, Honestly, I don't think so. Because in The Mandalorian, he's kind of just still chilling on Tatooine. I don't think they're going to go to Tatooine. Why would he? What? He's on Tatooine. In The Mandalorian? Yes. Which is set way after this. After Return of the Jedi. Oh my gosh, my timeline is so off. He's like 13 years old in this one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm going to be honest. We're getting the Book of Boba Fett later on this year. And I'm again. I'm super excited for it, but I'm because, so excited. But because he's getting his own show, I just really don't care to see him as a thirteen that year old. much. Yeah. First of all, Bobo was really annoying when he was a teenager. Yeah. Um, in reference to the Clone Wars, I think he was very annoying. You and, killed my dad. Mm, I'm gonna kill you, Mace Windu. Yeah, you I killed my dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I no, um, I really like older Boba excited to see that but he's literally getting his own show um i know fennec's gonna be in the show but i enjoy seeing her because we don't know a lot about her yeah we know way more about boba than we do about fennec so i'm okay with seeing fennec in the bad batch but i really just don't need to see boba i feel like it would just be too much yeah that's a lot we've already got we the week before we got um rex and Rex um, took out the inhibitor chips from all of the Bad Batch and let them know what was going on, what the inhibitor chips mean, what they did. And we don't have to worry about people bonking their heads anymore. Oh, oh, so... Yeah, that scene, by the way, made me cry when Wrecker, uh, his chip activated and he started to oh. attack Omega. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Absolutely made me cry. <laughs> so... I was tearing up so much. What I was going to say is, speaking of chips, um, Crosshair is now like crisp hair. <laughs> because Homeboy got fried. <laughs> Crispy <Chris> bacon. <laughs> <laughs> the pig on the news. Crispy bacon. No, but Crosshair gets fried by an ion engine. And here's the thing that I told you earlier ion engine they make sure to specify that when they're walking in the tunnel Mm -hmm. he says it's an ion engine she says i've never been in an ion engine before um ion energy as we know in star wars nullifies technology in order to take down somebody's shields you shoot it with ion cannons an ion blast shuts it's like an emp basically right and this is called an ion cannon and when they dropped the cone, Crosshair got 
fried by this ion cannon. And no, I'm like wondering, literally, he's like a burn victim now. And I'm wondering if the ion energy from the ion engine nullified his chip because he, I don't know. he's he's still telling the people like go get them, go get them. But and then they're bandaging him up afterwards, and he's like, we need to find them. But I'm wondering if he wants to find them. But he he he's just utilizing them as tools at this point. If that's the case, then where do you think the show is going to go in regards to who the you know the villain is, the antagonist? Because so far, it's pretty much just it would just be why is why are there bounty hunters after Omega? And that would be the only thing. I like that we have Crosshair and the Empire hunting them. I'll tell you who the new bad guy is. Admiral Rampard. Really? He was a captain at the beginning of the show. Then we get um, Tarkin, who went from an admiral to Grand Moff during the Bad Batch. And then the latest episode, Captain Rampart is now an Admiral Rampart. And I think Rampart is going to be... We're going to get more of him once Crosshair starts to become less of a threat. And he's going to be the new bad guy. I would like to point out to our listeners that at this point we are at episode 8. And there's confirmed 16 episodes in the first season of The The Bad Batch. So this last episode that we just watched, that was our mid-season point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anything can happen. Maybe Crosshair does start to, you know, maybe the inhibitor chip is deactivated now. I legit thought they might have killed him in this episode. Uh, Oh, that was the other thing. So they did their little Western draw. Hunter gets shot in the chest like a chump. And I don't feel like Hunter would have missed Cad by like 10 feet. He shoots the booster of the droid's leg. And the droid says, my booster. And then he knocks Omega over with the leg. I I think that's going to come back somehow. That's a very, very specific thing that meant that's happening. And I don't think Dave Filoni's the one to just throw that randomness in there. Mm-hmm. I think Hunter was trying to do something. I don't know if we talked about this um, in our last episode post-show, but congratulations to Dave Filoni on his promotion we are very excited to see the things that you are going to be doing you know he's been a creative director for a year and the news just the news just released he's been a creative director for a year now okay well so congratulations are in order we are super happy for you i just want to make that clear we love you because everybody's saying get hashtag give it to dave uh kathleen kennedy's going away because dave filoni just got promoted no he's he's been promoted a year ago um, it doesn't really change anything other than the fact that he has more creative control over his own projects. So just want to get that out there. Yeah. That's why something like the Mandoverse is becoming possible because he was promoted and now he's able to do his vision and on a bigger scale. Yep. Ahsoka and I think Rangers. Rangers is not canceled. Actually, it's not canceled, but yeah, it stopped. Not officially anyway, but they stopped production of rangers there Uh, is a movement so yeah we don't know what's gonna happen with rangers i personally don't really care that much if it happens or doesn't happen if they cancel um acolyte i'm gonna be very upset they're not gonna cancel acolyte they better not there's a movement right now to replace cara dune's position on 
Rangers with, with Hera. Hera, and I'm I'm here for it. Hera Syndulla. Um, I'm here for that as well. I would love to see that, but um, I think I'm just super excited for Ahsoka. So let's talk about the Mandoverse for a second. Well, technically, we would have Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, uh, Ahsoka, Rangers, and... Uh, I thought that was it. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. And Rangers may or may not be in the picture in the future. But I want to talk about Ahsoka. It's a popular thing that everybody thinks that Thrawn is going to be the bad guy in Ahsoka. I don't think so. And we know better. Thrawn is not going to be an antagonist. He's going to be the guy that Ahsoka thinks is the bad guy until she shows up and sees what he's doing in the Unknown Regions. Because you have to... I'm not going to say why... Because you have to re- go read the Thrawn books, but Thrawn is not a villain. He's an antagonist in Rebels. He has never been a villain, and he's just trying to protect the galaxy for something way worse than you think the Empire could be. I think she's going to initially be very hesitant with him until and I, Ezra shows until up. Until Ezra tells her, I he, think he's okay. Yeah, from the books, but the, I, that's also speculation. Is that Ezra is going to be in the show? Yeah. We know Sabine's going to be in the show. We do. Nothing is confirmed. Everything is up in the air. Uh, All I know is Ezra didn't return for a reason, and the threat that Thrawn is dealing with in the book would explain why Ezra didn't return, because he's dealing with more important stuff with Thrawn. Mm -hmm. With the stuff that the Ascendancy is having to deal with, and the unknown reasons. Anything else? Um, uh, anything that we are watching right now. We, um... Pokemon! <laughs> yeah! Gotta catch them all! Gotta catch them all! Um, no, we're not joking. Um, uh, we... The Pokemon Indigo League is on Netflix, and, uh, we've kind of been watching Pokemon. Um, and it's really cute. I'm gonna be honest, I never watched it as a kid. Uh... What did it air on? A Cartoon Network? The English dub version? I don't think... I don't know. I don't. It was on TV. I have the, no idea what it would have aired on. Um, this show is about as old as we are. Um, it literally came out in 1997. And we are watching the original show. And it's it's so cute. Um, it's just... It's really cute. Uh, Jesse and James are literally my last two brain cells. And they're hilarious. Love Team Rocket. Uh... <laughs> Um, we're in a Pokemon mood. We re-downloaded Pokemon Go. We're gonna go on some Pokemon Go dates. Pokemon phase. Uh, I've been staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning playing Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Also super fun. Which, you can play that game and it does sync up with your Pokemon Go app. So you can transfer, um, Pokemon that you catch to it the game. It shouldn't be possible in my opinion. You should not be able to transfer, like... I haven't done it. Mewtwo. <laughs> I haven't done it. Um... But yeah, we're we're in a a Pokemon mood right now. Um, I wanted to let everybody know that we finished watching Parks and Rec. So much better than The Office. Yeah, don't we, at me. We prefer after watching both. Um, I definitely prefer Parks and Rec over if The you Office. Have seen The Office and you haven't watched Parks and Rec because Office people have told you that the office is better they're liars 
And you yeah. should watch Parks and Rec. And that's not to say I don't like The Office. I'm getting kind of the same situation with uh, Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Um, I prefer How I Met Your Mother. I think it's better. But that's that because doesn't, it is better. But that doesn't mean I don't like Friends. Yeah. I still like Friends. Friends is really funny. Um, it still brings a smile to my face to watch. This does bring a smile to my face. Sorry. Um... <laughs> It's um, not like we just talked about Marvel for an hour. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I much prefer Parks and Rec. I like that at the very end we get flash forwards. Um, I'm not spoiling anything, but we get flash forwards and we get to see where everybody ends up. I mean, the whole last season is a three-year jump. Not even. There's way more jumps than that. Oh, the last season jumps three years in the future from the end of the uh, second to last season. And in the last episode we get like... How everybody ended up. Yeah, like literally. Um, so I really I really liked that. Uh, some things that I'm planning on watching. Um, I did get a Paramount Plus subscription, so I will be watching the iCarly reboot. I saw some clips, and it's definitely geared towards adults, which I like. Uh, I'm really excited. I loved iCarly, <laughs> so I'm super excited. I wish they would, I wish Nickelodeon would do something like, you know, put out another deal with Paramount Plus and give us a Ned's Declassified uh, reboot because the actors really want to do it and they said that they reached out and they and they declined and I'm like, please give it to us. I want more Ned's Declassified adult version, please. Um, and also yesterday, no, not yesterday. Was it yesterday? What? Yep. June 20th, 2021, marked the new episode, the newest episode of season five of Rick and Morty. And we have yet to watch it, but we are very excited. We love Rick and Morty. Kids don't watch Rick and Morty yeah, without your parents. Kids do not watch Rick and Morty. It is an adult show. Which reminds me, I just started Harley Quinn the, That's on an adult show. Do not watch that without your parents, kids. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of discourse going around right now about... Um, uh, that stuff, and we're not going to talk about it because it's very adult. <laughs> but the real question is, we know Batman doesn't, but and we know Anakin does. <laughs> Moving on. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I did, I did want to say I took a break from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I did start the DLC, and you literally, it, it's pretty big. I mean, I looked at the map and it's pretty big. Uh, I'm in Ireland. I'm in Dublin right now. That's not a good Irish accent, but, you know, I'm in Dublin. Um, it's a little different. I like it. The way I play RPGs is very, um, I, I tend to want to grind. I don't like leaving question marks all over the map. I like to clear out everything in one area before moving on to the next. So that's why I'm taking a break. Um... But, yeah, other than that, I am playing Pokemon Let's Go Eevee again. I am slowly but surely making my way through the campaign of Squadrons. And the only thing I know is that it's enjoy it's enjoyable right up until I have to... And this, is, this isn't spoilers. Right up until I'm an Imperial flying against Hera. And I'm like... Hera, leave! Get out of here! <laughs> I don't want to hurt you, Hera. Because I don't know what she, you know, we don't. This is the in squadrons. This I don't know what happens, but um, we don't know anything about Hera past squadrons. 
So for all I know, she dies in this game, and Shut I don't up. want to be the one to kill her. Shut up. Shut up. Don't say that. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know if any of our listeners are Shadow and Bone fans. I hope so. I'm a big Shadow and Bone fan. But uh, I'm sorry to say that I haven't gotten much else through Ruin and Rising. Uh, <laughs> so I'm still trying to make my way through Ruin and Rising. And then I'll read Six of Crows. I really do want to take a break after that, though, um, and read the Avatar The Last Airbender comics. I did buy them, um, the first two collections. So I bought The Promise and The Search, and I'm really excited to read those graphic novels. Um, They are canon in the Avatar universe. Uh, So I, I, I do really want to read them, but I've been really tied into shadow and bones i think when i finish i think i'm gonna take a break and read one of them and on my list of things to read is uh ahsoka, the ahsoka and lost book. stars and lost stars yes which is way better than uh, ahsoka. all um, all the star wars girlies on twitter are telling me to read lost stars so lost stars is so good yeah i heard it's an enemies to lovers story so no it's not <laughs> i heard it's friends to enemies to lovers it's no it's you you have to read it it's not what you think it is okay whatever i'm still excited okay um just some random things i want to put out there i am thinking about getting another tattoo um but actually doing it this year pretty soon Mm -hmm. uh i really want to get all of the elemental symbols from avatar the last airbender and kind of have something going on behind them so like in black uh, you see the symbols going down in a line, and then behind each symbol, you see like you know a flame, some rocks, some water, maybe like a little swirl of wind. Um, and I would like to put it on my spine. So. And your hair is pink. Oh yeah, I dyed uh, the blonde parts of my hair pink, so I have some pink peekaboos going on right now. It starts um like around my ears, so the top layer of my hair is still brown. Um, yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Twitch if you want to see Lexi stream with pink hair. Yeah. It's cute. It's cute. Uh, it should lighten up, but it's, uh, in the next wash. But it's very magenta right now, and I like it. So, yeah. And we, actually, I had an idea, maybe for our Twitch, is we could stream us playing Star Wars Monopoly. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, my parents are off on their adventures right now. They are full-time in their RV, so I th- they're at Lake Tahoe right now, um, which is absolutely beautiful in the summertime. They've been sending me pictures. But when they were here at home, uh, every week we would have a game night, and we would play Star Wars Monopoly, and we would uh, make blue milk and have the cantina music playing in the background, and it was a lot of fun. So I feel like it would be really fun to have you guys kind of sit with us and play Star Wars Monopoly, we get pretty competitive. <laughs> Could be cool. We just have to figure out the logistics of it. Literally just have them watch us. I think that's about it. That's about it for this week, guys. If you have any, I don't know, content suggestions or questions you want to ask us, I'm going to recommend you join our Discord. Join the Discord. We if have do, specific chats for that kind of stuff. If you do anything, join the Discord. We're really active. We like to talk to you guys. Um, 
So, yeah, I would say join the Discord. If you don't know how to join the Discord, I will tell you again. You can, there's a link in our social medias. All of our social medias has a link to pretty much anything that you could possibly want involving Needlessly Nerdy. Uh, you can find us at Instagram and Twitter at Needlessly Nerdy. You can find us on Twitch at Needlessly Nerdy. And if you would like to Google, if you would like to Google us, you can Google us if you want. You can <laughs> email us at Needlessly Nerdy Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us something nice, uh, and you want it read on the show, or if you have a question that you want to that you want us to answer, like for instance, you could email us and say, "Hey guys, what would happen if Anakin hadn't turned to the dark side?" We would see that in an email, and we would say that at some point in our show. If also, you... if you have a really cool theory that we think is really cool, we will talk about it. Yeah, we will. So future theories. Oh my! What? We didn't talk about Loki. I don't want to yet. Okay, we'll save it for uh, next week. Yeah. Uh, halfway through the show. There's about to be a bunch of stuff happen in Loki, and I don't want to take it off bit by bit okay. because I will speculate till the end of okay, the earth about have, it. Okay, uh, we next week will be episode three, technically this week, uh, for the listeners that are going to be listening today. So technically it's going to be this week. We will go over the first half of Loki on our next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to cover it right now because I'll, I won't stop talking. Yeah, we won't. And we're already almost two hours in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us this week to talk about all things Marvel and all things random. Mm -hmm. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, we love you 3,000.